Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Positivity. Hi Joseph, you alright? Cool. I can hear you. Temp time lucky. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, I just want to say it's um, really amazing to connect with you and really appreciate you coming on the podcast. It really means a lot. Yeah, pleasure. You know, the way you approached me was, you know, super genuine and calibrated. And I was like, why not? You know, I vibed with, you know, how you connected with me and, and I'm happy to show up and, you know, give you what you need. Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. And I think that's how you've got to be, isn't it? You know, you've got to be genuine and it's got to be natural because I think sometimes you can get messages off people that, you know, might not be genuine. They might be, you know, wanting something for themselves or right, you, just right. you just don't know over online, do you sometimes? Right, you know, and this is the world we live in. You know, most of our networking nowadays comes from online, so... You know, your intentions mean everything. And while we might not be face to face, you can still pick up on their their vibe, if you will. And, you know, that I I, I uh, resonated with your vibe. So, yeah, you know, that's why we're here. Yeah, no, same with you. Same with you. It's great. I um, just thought I'd start by um, kind of asking, you know, asking you to kind of, you know, talk about what it is that you do and your kind of like, you know, your backstory, really. Right. Cool. So I guess I'll, I'll go way back, way, way back. So, you know, in, in my profile, I, I mentioned how I am, you know, technically a childhood cancer survivor. And it, yeah. it wasn't something that I talked about normally. I actually would never talk about it. I would, I would normally be shy about it you know, I, because I, I didn't really understand, you know, what it meant for myself. Um, I was basically one month old and uh, my mom had found 
a bump on my foot. And then they did, um, you know, they, they did um, like an echo. They did some kind of scan and then they eventually found that there was a tumor there and I had to, you know, be admitted into the hospital for a year and, and I went through chemotherapy and it was really, I can imagine, you know, how hard it was for my family and my parents more so than myself because I was such a young baby. But, you know, nonetheless, I had chemotherapy. The chemotherapy affected my hearing as well as my heart and uh, my teeth as well. So I technically should be wearing hearing aids because I do have a high frequency hearing loss. So, but what's really uh, interesting is growing up, I never really thought that way about myself. I never thought that I had a hearing deficiency. So, you know, even in school, I would technically be eligible for, you know, disabilities um, credits, if you will. You know, I could take advantage of, of, I would have like a, a I could take like a, a note taker, if you will, or get like extra time on exam. But because I, I didn't really see myself as, you know, I, I really, I knew myself. I knew how to learn. I knew how to interact in a, a learning environment. So, you know, that, I think that mentality allowed me to get through school and, you know, be seen as, as a, you know, the normal person amongst the peers and, you know, did pretty well in school, you know, not too bad. And uh, eventually, you know, once I got out of high school, that's when life kind of hit me because it was the first time I was really away from my friends. And, uh, you know, I'm the kind of person where community really matters to me. I, I think that humans can only thrive in community. You know, if you don't have community, you're going to, you're going to feel like we're social creatures. We will be socially deprived. And, and uh, I do like loneliness is a huge epidemic, especially for men mm. living in the city. So, you know, I, 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 that was the first time I really felt lonely like without, out of high school. And that's when like, you know, I started experiencing depression and, you know, trying to find, I just felt really lost, you know, maybe other people can relate. Um, so, you know, I went into business school, like I, I studied, uh, initially, I went into, you know, a school in, in, in Toronto called Ryerson University for international economics and finance. And uh, I'd realized I only went into that because of my friends. So, you know, eventually, um, after, like, it just wasn't the right fit. I, I went, I eventually transferred into a different program, for, which is, you know, human resources management. And uh, I, you know, I did it for three years. I had one semester left and I'm like, I'm dropping out. Yeah. I'm not doing this. And the reason why I did that was because I, I really felt, one, I had this opportunity to work with the founder of Evolving Humans which was kind of my, uh, the beginning of my journey. So, you know, I, I, he, you know, somehow the founder lived really close to me. Uh, we had met through a mutual friend and uh, really just connected. Like we were, we were very similar, very similar interests, hobbies, you know, ideas. We, we thought very similarly and uh, that went, it was great. You know, we traveled to like California, to Montreal, you know, all over. And uh, it was really cool, you know, showing people uh, energy healing. 
So I don't know if you've had the chance to ever check out the videos, but you know that that kind of led me down the path of of realizing, you know, that the body and the mind are far more powerful than what we can imagine. And I, I was initially the videographer, so I, I witnessed firsthand, you know, the kind of healing that comes when you are connected to yourself and you really just let the mind get out of the way and, and let the body naturally heal itself. And because that's, that's what the body can do. It's a natural, it has its own natural healing mechanism. And, and, you know, I would say that I'm a testament to that. Mm. So that led me down, you know, the path where I'm at now. And, and health has always been number one priority. Like I, I, I just don't compromise when it comes to my health. So, which is also the reason why I, I had made the choices I've made, you know, I, I when it comes to, like eating, like I, I try to eat mainly fruits and vegetables. And um, right now, you know, I'm, I'm majority plant-based. So I, mm. I don't really eat too much animal product. Like I eat honey and, and you know, like goat milk here and there, but, um, for me, it's also vibrationally. I don't want to uh, consume anything in the, that, that has to go through a violent process. So anything yeah. that's non-violent, I, I, this is just where I'm at in my life, in this moment. You know, it might change because I've, I've eaten meat before. But this is just where I'm at right now. So, you know, every day, maybe, maybe it, it makes sense if I just like run you through my uh, day, my day-to-day routine. Yeah. How do I? So, some of the things I might share might be a, a little bit out there. Um, so, I wake up in the morning, and I are you familiar with urine therapy? Um, I've heard of it. I have heard of it. I think that's what I saw on television on a documentary once. Is right. that, is yeah, that, I think. Um, what you drink you drink your own urine right right so in the morning i uh you know i, I have my my jar and yeah. i pee in my jar and, and i drink it and i've been doing that since december and you know i'd met a friend who's been doing it every day for the past you know almost two years and i got i could tell that he was vibrating at a at a higher frequency you know he, he just seemed very grounded very clear-minded you know genuine kind compassionate and uh one of the things it one of the reasons why i do it is because you know i don't i don't have all the answers i'm not an expert i'm not a you know there's not i don't even think there's enough research out there yeah. but all we do know is that all we do know is that you know it's a thing and People have been doing it for thousands of years as far as we can remember. So, you know, one of the things from my understanding is there's a few chemical compounds in, in our urine that's actually used for medicine. So, hmm. you know, the, 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 a medical industry, actually, I think it's like a $500 million medical industry. And, and it is based on the chemical compound, I, I believe, uh, urea, which is, you know, contained in our urine. And uh, it's super medicinal. And so, you know, there's obviously uh, that as well. Um, again, I don't know 
the entire scientific breakdown of what it does and how it works. And I'm, I'm quite intuitive when it comes to this. You know, I, I do my own research as well, but sometimes that can be limited because it's not, you know, not everything is fully exposed online. So that's why I had to talk to someone that was practicing it daily. So nonetheless, your urine is the purest form of water and it's your water. It has your DNA in it. it there's no, they're not adding any fluoride to it. There's no other, you know, metals in it. So when you drink it, it it's pure water. So that'll strip away any inorganic minerals. And uh, they, they say that it, it can actually, you know, decalcify your pineal gland. So mm. as well as it has a lot of, you know, antibacterial properties, like you know, if you drink it, you'll you'll notice that it really flushes out your your like in your intestines, and you'll feel it. You'll go to the washroom afterwards, and you really feel it like cleaning everything out. So, again, you know, I've been doing it since December. So, you know, in the morning, drink my urine. I also take a few other supplements like natural medicine. I'm I'm quite. I've been finding myself going down the path of learning about different natural medicine. You know, mm. for example, for example, there's this uh, type of honey called melipona honey, and they're made from stingless bees. So bees that don't have any stingers. And, wow. you know, they, yeah, it, it's really fascinating. So they, they actually can only make up to like a, about a kilogram of honey per year, which is like nothing compared to uh, regular like European bees. Mm. So it's super potent. Are you familiar with Manuka honey? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've had Manuka honey. It's really nice, really, really strong. Right, right. So it's actually more potent and, and more medicinal than Manuka honey. And you can use it, you can use it for like more or less anything. Like you can put it in your eyes, like as eye drops. Right. You can, you can put them in your, in your, you know, underneath your tongue. Like it's really good for your digestive system. You can put it on wounds. You can put it for your skin. So anyways, I take that, I, I put it, you know, in my eyes, my nose, and then underneath my tongue. So kind of to protect and take care of my, uh, my ENT system, my, my ear, nose, and throat. Mm. So, so this is, you know, I'll take some of that. And then, you know, I have this um, different supplements that are, are good for the gut called, you know, Microcosmo. That's 80 times stronger than kombucha. Um, you know, I, I take dragon's what? blood which is really sorry i was a kombucha it it so right now i'm traveling in uh, central america yeah. and uh really down here is a is a gold mine when it comes to natural medicine and mm-hmm. you know, i had the privilege to meet different different herbalists and uh you know this one wonderful lady named andy she created this this uh probiotic if you will, and it, it's super powerful. It's 80 times stronger than kombucha. And it you can, it, if you just, like, you could have, like, severe, like, jardia, for example. And mm. you could be, like, on the toilet, you know, for days. And if you take a little bit every day, you're going to naturally, you know, it'll start to balance itself. Oh, wow. And you'll feel better. Again, you know, I'm not a scientist. I don't no. know the entire breakdown of how it works. I'm sure you can get it tested. I'm sure she's got it tested. You know, it wouldn't be out there if it wasn't tested. Um, hmm. But nonetheless, you know, there's different natural medicine that I take. So this is this is what I do to just take care of my 
fundamental health. And then, you know, on top of that, I make it an effort to exercise, you know, at least once a day, maybe sometimes twice a day. You know, right now it's a little different because of the whole quarantine situation. So you've got to work out inside. So that's, that's kind of what I've been doing. And then as far as, um, you know, the mental and, and emotional health aspect, like I also make it an effort to do some journaling every day. You know, I, I like to call it subconscious rescripting. So oh. the type of journaling that I do, where I'm basically writing from the perspective of my future self as if I was in the present moment. So, you know, if it, this was last week, I may have wrote, and, and I actually did write this, you know, I, I wrote, I'm so grateful to be connecting and collaborating with, you know, like-minded individuals and having an impact on the audience. So like, I literally will write that down in my journal and then it, it kind of like rewrites the narrative of my story and, and who I am and my character. And, and then it just focuses on what I really want and, and, and what I want to attract. So I'm writing this every single day. So I, I've been doing that since September of 2019. So every single day I'm, I'm writing, you know, I'm doing some subconscious rescripting and I'm rewriting my narrative you know, to live, to kind of put all my attention and energy on creating the life that I want. So, you know, that's what I do to kind of get my self-expression out in some ways and, and just really just put my visualization on paper. So right. I think that's been super helpful as far as keeping me aligned. And then also, you know, having the right community around you is like super, honestly, super important. Like I'm, I'm, I would say I'm more of a, an ambivert. So I can definitely be with other people, but I also need time to be alone. Mm. Sorry, I was just grabbing some water. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, so, I, can, I can relate to that as well. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that it really makes all the difference because, you know, when I'm in the city, it's really hard for me to get that human interaction because, you know, everyone's so busy and, and you know, life after university is, is people are doing, they're, they're living their own lives. So it wasn't, it's not quite the same when you were in school and everyone had a curriculum that they had to follow. So, you know, life after university got a little bit difficult and I didn't have that human connection. So, you know, I'm really happy to be in a place right now where I have a community and I can connect with people face to face. And, you know, if I have something on my chest, I can get it off where, you know, before it was a little bit difficult and, you know, maybe in some ways I had gotten a little bit too domesticated when I was living in the city. So, and, you know, I, I would suffer from loneliness and then, you know, that would lead to different unhealthy outlets, you know, different vices. So as, as you know, I've talked about it in my post before, you know, something I would practice is uh, semen retention. That's actually mm. been a massive game changer because I, I personally, you know, struggled with, I have a very addictive personality, very obsessive. I can be quite extreme with the thing that I do. So, you know, mm. I was addicted to pornography and I was addicted to marijuana. So it really took time to, to really just, that was, that was my life in the city and and when i feel trapped 
it was really difficult to break out of it. And I did have moments where, you know, I'd go like six months without, you know, smoking or you know, watching pornography at the time. And I'm really thankful and really happy that I got to a place where I don't need that anymore. And, mm. you know, I would say the past, I'm not, I'm not perfect. You know, I'm still working on myself and still healing myself. So there's still some work to, that needs to be done, which is also why, you know, I'm more focused on healing myself right now because I don't, I don't want to, you know, take on any other, I don't want to be responsible for other people's healing when I haven't fully healed myself. So I've had people ask me about, you know, do I offer any, services or or you know like sessions or whatnot and and right now at the moment like no i don't because i'm still taking this time to learn about myself and and um how i want to show up in in this world and i don't want to you know be have just my 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 toes in i want to jump jump with both feet in into the deep end if you will so yeah as far as that you know the, the sacred masculinity tribe, that's a, you know, it, it, it's a group of us. And we all just kind of came together and said, listen, like, this is, this is how we, we need to show up in this world as, as uh, men that are, you know, because there's this whole paradigm of, of toxic masculinity where, you know, I, I would say on some level, like, I, I suffered from it, you know, being in the city. You know, I would, you know, my relationship with the, the feminine was probably damaged on some level. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it, it took time for me to really heal that. And I feel like, you know, I've gotten to a place where I, I've come to terms with it. And, you know, the whole semen retention practice has really helped me a lot, you know, on, on all kinds of levels, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally. So, mm. We basically the sacred masculinity tribe is, you know, we got together and we're eventually going to put together some kind of program or retreat. And it, it there's a few of us. Um, but that that will come out a little bit later, you know, later in the year. Like that it's just more of a just establishing it and saying, Hey, this is our intention. And in this year we want to, you know, create an infrastructure where we can invite men who have gone down a similar path and want to see real transformation because we are living embodiments of that. So, you know, I, I, I really believe in leading by example instead of telling people what to do, you know, mm-hmm. talk is cheap, talk is cheap. It always will be. And actions speak louder than words. And I don't think there's any better way to show someone how to do something than doing it yourself. So, you know, that's, that's why it was also really easy for me to jump on board with the urine therapy because, you know, my friend, I, I, I had met him and he was a living example of that. So he just kind of showed me not by telling me about it, but just by doing it. And uh, I could just see in his behavior and, you know, that kind of changed my, my life in, in a lot of ways as far as like, you know, being in Central America, you're exposed to different bacteria and different parasites and people, you know, they get really sick at times with like, you know, those serious stomach issues or, you know, some mm-hmm. kind of infection. 
and you need to have a healthy diet or, you know, you need to have some kind of healthy, you have to have some kind of ecosystem that will allow you to thrive in these extreme environments. So that's why I take, you know, these different supplements like the microcosmo and, you know, dragon's blood and copaiba and there's all these like really dragon's blood. I've, I've heard of that on a Joe Rogan's podcast. He had a guy on and he mentioned it. It's, it's, yeah, so it's it's really it's quite interesting. So it, it looks like this really dark red uh, liquid, if you will, and uh, you can use it. One, it's, it's it's a natural bandage. So if you get like a cut, you can just drop it on your skin and then just like rub it, and it creates this like beige paste. And you can use that as a bandage. So let's say you don't have, you can't get stitches, you can put that on as well so oh, wow. but, but, but additionally you can also ingest it so you know when you ingest it it has antiviral properties it's, it's an immune regulator it's anti-inflammatory it's a, mm-hmm. it's a neuroprotector it's really yeah. good if you have eczema and psoriasis and even acne and uh, mm-hmm. as well as uh, you know if, if you have like cold sores like it's really good yeah. for that as well so you know this is something I'll, I'll take like very little every day just to kind of maintain a healthy, you know, physical state. And there's also, you know, different non-psychoactive plant medicine that, that I like to, I like to use, you know, when I'm feeling super, you know, chaotic inside and, and maybe I'm, I'm confused or lost. There's this plant medicine, you know, non-psychoactive mm-hmm. called the, the Nanga. So it's, spelled S-A-N-A-N-G-A, Sananga. And it's really fascinating. So you, you, you put it in your eyes in the form of eye drop. And uh, basically, this Brazilian tribe would take it before they go hunting at night. So it actually improved your, your vision. So it would improve their night vision. And uh, it's also really good if you have, um, like, anger. If you have any negative emotions that you're holding on to, Sananga is really good for clearing that. Again, like you're putting it in your eyes so it does burn. Mm. And that's part, of, that's part of the healing process. So that was something that I, I like to use, you know, here and there. I, I did a, a 30-day cycle where I was using it every day. And it yeah. had really profound effect on, on my, my day-to-day life. Because, you know, not only does it help you with your external vision. Again, I just want to make this disclaimer, like, this is coming from me and, and my own personal research. So I don't want to, you know, make any bold claim that this will like cure your vision or anything or clear you of all your problems. Like you, yeah. you very much need to do the work yourself and, you know, take your own precautions and do your own research and talk with, you know, if, with maybe your doctor or whatnot to see if it's right for you. So this is just my personal experience that, that I'm sharing from. But, you know, nonetheless, I, I did a 30 day cycle. Um, and I really found that it, it, my vision, my, my like internal vision was very mm-hmm. clear. Like I, I knew what I wanted. So for me, health is like super important. So it, it became very easy to know what to do on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, I don't, I don't remember what the quote is, but you know, if you, if you know what your bigger picture is, like your bigger, the bigger vision, 
then reverse engineering it and knowing what to do on a day-to-day basis is is it's like a no-brainer it's like if you if you want to if you want to become you know the best tennis player in the world and you can see that very clearly it's very obvious and it's going to be very easy for you and very natural to go to the tennis court and practice every single day because right. you're you're really you're connected to that vision and what you do on a day-to-day basis it's very it'll be natural to you so you know I, I feel like no, I think it's really and um I, I did a podcast with one of my friends and he said to me like a quote um, I don't know who it's by and it's uh it's how you do one thing is how you do everything yeah yeah I, uh, I, I agree and like you know like you said about the tennis core and kind of finding your craft you you have to connect with the things that are gonna eventually, you know, improve you in that craft and something that you're gonna get better at. You know, if you wanna be muscular, you go to the gym. If you can't go to the gym, you know, what else do you do? You know, you do press ups, you eat right. the way, you know, you have a certain diet, you know, you get a certain amount of hours of sleep. So, you know, all these things kind of become visible to us, I think, when you when you really home in, home in into the thing that you want to do. And like exactly. what you said, what you've been talking about um, in in writing a journal and keeping a log of the things that you do, you know, day to day, you know, that's really important. And that's something that I've been learning to do, um, you know, to, you know, reflect on the things that you've done in the day, the things that you need to do and having like a gratitude list and listing yeah. the things that you're grateful for. And that kind of brings it into your awareness and, you just, I feel like you feel more grounded. You feel more appreciative of what you got because I think as people, we can often look at the things that we haven't got, the things that we want. And by, you know, kind of flipping that perspective and flipping that switch kind of alters the way that you feel and the way you see the world. Because if you're looking at the things that you haven't got and the things that you want, and you're saying, oh, I haven't got this, I haven't got that, you're going to feel negative. Yeah. Whereas if you think, I'm grateful for this, what I have, you look at what you have, you feel a bit more grounded and positive. And, and if you can say, you know, one day I will have those things. Um, but no, it's really important. And like what, I can't, I'm, I'm going to kind of reflect on what you've been talking about. I've made like a few notes. Yeah. Um, you, but we, I, like, I agree with you. Yeah, no, it's it's really important. I think, you know, it's something that people should do. I think everybody should do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think we're all put on this planet for a reason. And, and, you know, we all shine in our own ways. So, you know, maybe maybe not everyone wants to be, you know, Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan or... I'm I'm a I like basketball, so that's the analogy I like to use. But you know, some people, as long as you really enjoy yourself, and and you know, I like to watch uh, Gary Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. As far as when it comes to social media and and learning about that, and also having the right mindset for you know putting yourself out there on social media. Yeah. But of it, at at the end of the at the end of the day, like the the ultimate goal is is just to be at peace and, and be content and happy with who you are. So, you know, 
and he talks about it all the time. He's like, you know, it doesn't oh, yeah. matter if you're making $30,000 a year or $3 million a year. Like if you're happy, like you won. And I, yeah. I, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. And, I, I yeah. That. and I've, I've seen that in people and that's like, I mean, we can't go to Starbucks now because it's closed, but when I've gone to Starbucks in the past, like I've seen some people working there and they look depressed and I'm mm-hmm. like, and just find something else and it kind of puts me off going there because it creates a negative vibe when you go in there there's not much social there's not much how are you how's your day so i i went to cafe nero um which is a british coffee chain in uh, the uk and the guy in there was like morning how you doing he enjoyed and that he was passionate about doing that so you know i I started going there a lot more. And then one day I said to him, I need to get a coffee, coffee for my girlfriend. I'll be back in a minute. And he was like, what would you, what coffee would you like? I'll put on the system. I'll get it ready for you for when you come in. And I was like, wow, you know, this, I'm going to, I'm going to come here more often. Right. Yeah. yeah, If you find your passion, you know what I mean? And it, regardless of, the money that you make, you could, like you said, you could be making 300 million, have a turnover of 300 million. You could be really unhappy and you, you could yeah. be doing a job minimum wage and be the happiest you've ever been. Um, you know, I think it's something that's wired, you know, into our, um, into our minds growing up is to, you know, make money, money targets. And it's, it's not everything. You know, um, I think Gary V said it's not about how much money you make, it's about how you make your money. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I mean, it, exactly what you said, you know, you could make $300 million in a year and, and you know, chase those targets. But if you're unhappy, you know, you got to you got to look within. And, and um, I think, do you know, you know, Simon Sinek, he, he talked yeah, a lot yeah, about yeah. One thing he talks about is that I, I resonate with is uh, he talks about the infinite game, and you know we we have yeah. to have that mindset of like we're, this is a marathon. You know there is no destination. So you know for those people that you know that are making a substantial amount of money and they're still unhappy because they're, they're, they're playing the, the finite game, you know, they're chasing those targets and the, those goals. And, you know, not to say that that's not important. Those are definitely important, but that's, that's part of the infinite game. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta look beyond that. And I think when, when people really do look beyond the, the finite aspects of, of this life or this game, if you will, you'll realize that, you know, you, you just want, to be happy and you want your friends and family to be happy and you just want to, you know, you want to, you, you'll just naturally be compassionate and, and giving. So, you know, when you're, yeah, when your cup is full, mm. obviously you're going to want to give it'll, it's very natural. You see it in babies and uh, yeah. So I, I definitely agree with that. And, and uh, what, one thing I also wanted to say uh, as well, you know, as far as like gratitude goes, um, I think it's, you know, one thing I like to do is also pray, you know, um, but mm. not not like, uh, you know, I, I, I'm reading a Sanskrit or something, um, but just coming like I, I think for me, 
prayer should come from a place of gratitude. And I don't remember who said this, but it, it said, you know, pray, pray like a, a lover and not a beggar. Like, so mm. for example, you know, when you pray, say thank you for this, this, and this, instead of being like, please, can you help me with this, this, and this? You know, there's a huge contrast. Like one is like, thank you, I already have this. And the other one's like, please, like I don't have this, can you give it to me? So it, mm -hmm. it's like a huge, huge shift. And, and uh, you know, I would, I would even go as far as saying that every word that comes out of our mouth is a prayer in some form. So, mm -hmm. so these, yes, like it, it and it all comes from the same place of uh, gratitude and, you know, yeah. Being I'm grateful. I mean, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, it's, it's all connected, isn't it? Like, you know, your thoughts, your words, your emotions and your actions, they're all interlinked. And I think this is what a lot of people don't really realize or they don't really think about. And, you know, we, and this is something I stress about a lot and talk about. And it's like, you know, we are the you know the creators of our own kind of circumstance and we yeah. are we are not the victims of our circumstance but that's kind of the, the part that a lot of people play play yeah. out and yeah. um you know you just need to like reframe your perspective and i think that's one of the effective ways of doing it is kind of you know altering your perspective um you know realizing how grateful and how good you got it because there's someone always worse off than yourself. There's always someone out there who's got it harder. And um and I, I think like, you know, from what you said about what's happened to you in your life, um, in regards to, you know, having cancer, you know, you you've come into the world and you you know, you're a month old and you you was diagnosed with that. You know, that is something you dealt with. That's I bet in some ways made you stronger. That's kind of given you resilience and uh, that energy and that drive to do well and to help other people. Um, yeah. You know, and you, and you mentioned like dropping out of education um, in that in that business uh, position you had. Yeah, and like, so with yeah, yeah with that it's. Sorry, go ahead. I was saying, like, with that, I mean, you've got to, like, listen to yourself, haven't you? You know, if something doesn't yeah. feel right, you've got to follow that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you're, you, you are, you're, you're 100% right. And, you know, one thing that's really, it's, it's, we only have, I mean, as cheesy as it sounds, we, we only have one shot at living this life. So, you know, I, I can't, I can't live my life under someone else's circumstances. And, and, you know, much like you said, we are the creators of our circumstances instead of, you know, the victim. And, you know, if, if like, I, I don't want to live my life having resent blaming someone else. So, you know, that's why it, I had to have those uncomfortable conversations with, you know, my family and, and, and my friends and, but at the same time, you know, don't neglect it, that, that like, this is my tribe, if you will. You know, my family is my, my tribe. And I, while we may have different point of views and perspectives, 
it's always important to come from a place of, you know, love and, and gratitude and compassion. And this way you can communicate with each other because if you don't communicate, that's when, you know, tension begins to build up and, you know, you, you never know what happens. You know, it, it might be years have gone by and then you miss out the opportunity to really connect with someone that has an impacted on your life, that, had the ha- that has had an impact on your life. So, yeah, as far as, you know, it's uh, like self-awareness is so key. It, it, it's so important for your, for your self-esteem. Or, yeah, so there's uh yeah, there, there's definitely a lot to be said, you know, around mm. around, you know, like self awareness and, and just doing things on because you want to, like for for your own fulfillment and for your own soul, you know, it sometimes you, you need to be a little selfish to actually be selfless and um mm. you know, yeah, sorry, these the, the dogs. Oh, that's here. Okay. It's okay, don't worry. Yeah. I think, okay. I think you're like you know, in a massive example of self awareness and your health and your mindset and your thinking. Because, as well, like I, I, I bought your book, your ebook on um Kindle on Amazon. Mm, right on. Uh, I had I had to read through it, and it's it's very it's very very deep. It's like really. Good. I think it's something that um, you have to probably read a couple of times. Yeah. To... You know what? I, I also feel like I need to rewrite it, if I'm going to be 100% honest. Um, I, I did put that out a few years ago, and uh, I appreciate you, you know, tuning into that because I, yeah. I did really – it came from a, a really – when I was writing that, I almost felt like I wasn't writing it. Like it wasn't me writing it. it I was almost – channeling it if you will so um i appreciate that no 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 you're welcome and it's called the um the wisdom of life with the wisdom of your life and um you can get this on kindle you can get on as amazon it's on amazon isn't it yeah i think it's like Uh, 99 cents um yeah at at one point i i may make it free for for everyone to read you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, yeah, because I, I didn't really write it to, I just wanted to kind of create something and then put it out into the ether, if you will. And then, you know, whoever picks it up and it resonates with them, like, great. You know, that, that's what it's all about, just impacting at least one person. Yeah, it's providing value, isn't it, to other people? And if they can take something from it and apply it to their life, that's what it's all about. And they improve and do the same. I um I took a few quotes from it that I like and I kind of like related to. Um, I've written wrote them down here. You put um, feelings are powerful. Not can they only be felt by you, but felt in the vicinity of others as well. Because and that you, is something that. Sorry. Wait, could could you say that one more time, please? One of your quotes from it is uh, feelings are powerful not can only be felt by you but felt in the vicinity of others too yeah absolutely so you know for example when you when you walk into that starbucks and you notice that the barista hates his life you're gonna start picking up on that and you're gonna start questioning why you feel tension in your body and then that might trigger a thought within you and then you know but but that's not your feeling that that someone else's 
So that's, I think that comes down to just empathy and, and it's empathing other people. And it's yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, because I'm I'm a massive massive empath, and I pick up on you know how other people feel, and uh, you know it's just something in my awareness. I've got quite a, you know strong awareness. I pick up on things, um, and that's how I kind of relate to it. Because you know I pick up on other people's energy, and I know if someone's not okay. Yeah, and, and uh, that's a gift. That's, that's that's honestly that's a gift, man. Like I would uh, leverage that, and and I'm sure you do. You probably wouldn't be where you are today if you. If you weren't aware of that, yeah, I mean, no, no, thank you, I, I appreciate that. Um, it, it's something that I think you have to kind of manage because I think it can overwhelm, be overwhelming sometimes. Absolutely, uh, I know people who are like it, and they don't like it, and they see it as a negative. And I'm like, well, it's not a negative. You need to channel that and look into it. Yeah, you know, I mean. It's yeah. It's really important to be self-aware of of you know your body and your mind and and your emotions because this is how you're navigating the world. So you know if you are a massive empath, that's yeah. not a bad thing. It's it's, it's a, you know being sensitive is is an incredible gift, and mm. uh, learning how to use this sensitivity is an incredible. It's it's incredibly powerful. Mm. So you know I think a lot of people they don't really have the proper tool to take care of themselves. So, you know, if they're empathing too much and they're too sensitive and they become overwhelmed and, you know, maybe their mind is like, or the brain's like short circuiting and, and they're like, Hey, what is going on? Like, you just need to know yourself, understand that you need to recharge, give yourself, you know, this is the time to use your self care practices and, and really develop those because if you are an empath, it's almost, you know, it's your responsibility. Like you've been given this gift to feel and 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 sense this world, and you know you can change it as well and and be, and impact it. So, you know, definitely, you know, to to all the empaths out there, like take care of yourself. You know, have the self awareness to recognize when you need to rest or when it's time to use your your self care practices. Because you know, I've 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 struggled with it. You know, it's, it's definitely challenging. Like I've been impacted and then didn't leave my apartment for weeks because mm. I didn't have the proper tools and, or the proper awareness to, you know, navigate it. And it, it's, uh, it's definitely a learning experience, you know, being human is a, it's a challenge in itself. So, you know, but it's, 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 it, 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 it can be a good thing, you know, like, yeah. having new challenges in life and you know even even like you know if you're if your ego gets triggered that's a really great opportunity to learn about yourself and you know dive mm-hmm. deeper into you know your being and if you can learn that lesson then you're gonna evolve on a like your your default level of being like you mm-hmm. you'll 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 ascend to a, a higher level and you know, that thing that triggers you, it, it won't trigger you as much because you've taken it in, you've, you know, you really internalized it and, and then you've integrated it and then, you know, you can go out into the world and navigate it again. Because yeah, no, not completely. And I think it's like, they're like in a conflicts, aren't they? And I think when um, you have like a, how can I describe? 
it's like almost I feel like two stones rubbing together. It's like if something knocks you, you feel it, you know, internally, and like you have to push through that and channel into it and get to know that feeling. It's like if you're working with somebody, I don't know, you don't like, or someone says something to you and it has this little inner conflict, what you're talking about. It's, right. it's channeling into that and listening to that and questioning it and, you know, using that. Because like you said, that's how you grow. And I think you either do that or you ignore it and you go, oh, well, it's not me, it's them. Yeah. And, you know, and then when... You continue as you are. Yeah. And, and when you ignore it, it comes up again. Yeah. And it'll keep on coming up. So, you know, you think... can... Yeah, go so, ahead. And I, I think like if you move through that and you push through it, you recognize it in other people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm. This is something I've also been working on myself as well. Is um, because I I do come from a like a, a I'm I would say naturally I, I have a a high pain tolerance. So for me, it's like no pain, no gain. So that's why, you know, sometimes I would do like these different challenges, like, you know, with Sananga, I would experiment for 30 days, even though it, it can be painful. Or, you know, I would do like, I would what work out. What is that? Right? Sananga is, Sananga, is the natural medicine, the, the non psychoactive plant medicine that the, uh, the Brazilian tribe would use before they go hunting at night to improve their night vision. And it also like clears negative energy within you, if you will. So, and it's like, it's like painful to put it in your eyes. So, you know, for me, sometimes, sometimes I feel like the mentality or, or, or the framework should be no pain, no gain. So you need to go through some sort of pain in order to gain something. But I'm also trying to realize or, or, or trying to learn that, you know, not everything has to be so excruciating and it's so painful. Like you can actually enjoy the process even more if you, if it's coming from a place of, you know, naturalness versus forcing it and like pushing through it. So, you know, that's something I'm learning about myself as well. Like I always feel like I need to push through something. I need to force it to happen. And that, that could, you know, bite me in the butt because you know, for example, it's, like I could, hmm. I could go, you know, six months without eating uh, sugar or whatever, and then maybe I'll I'll hit a point where I'm like, a week later, I'm like indulging in in sugar because mm-hmm. not to say I'm like I'm not I I normally don't do this because I I I don't naturally like to eat processed food. I mean, like I eat a lot of fruits and stuff, but I'm just giving an example. Like it can. You know, there's there's a balance to everything, and and uh, you really want to make sure that you don't you're not forcing it, and it's it's coming from like you want to do it. Yeah. Like, like if if it's in alignment, you want to do it. You you want to work out. You want to lift that. You want to, you know, write that extra you know page for your book. You want to, you know, take that time and or or you know put in an extra hour for your piano lesson or you know whatever like. You're going to want to do it versus just pushing and forcing through. Like, it, we're not in the army, if you will. And, you know, you don't need to – like, discipline is super important. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, you don't want to –
force yourself and, and kill yourself and burn out. Like we're playing the infinite game here. And that's something I'm going through right now. Cause I always feel like, mm-hmm. Oh, I need to push through it. And I think that comes from, you know, the, the day and age we live in with, especially with social media and, and you know, comparing to everyone and, and whatnot. So it's, uh, this is why self-awareness is really important. And I think, you know, I completely, completely agree with everything you just mentioned there. And I think that kind of is something that is important right now with what is happening in the world, because we're all, you know, kind of majority of us are at home. Majority of us are with ourselves. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone's in a different circumstance. Everyone's in a different scenario right now. Some people are alone. Some people with their family. Um, and I think, like you said about balance um, and kind of, you know, with the time that we have now, we've got lots of time now, um, right. you know, in our hands. And we've got to be, um, be mindful of that. And I think it's something that we need to use because I think, you know, right now we've got the time and the energy to do the things that we need to do. Like if there's someone out there who wants to start a blog, if somebody wants to start their own business, if somebody wants to start their own podcast, you know, they, they've got the time now. You know, we, yeah. we can plan, we can implement these things and do it. And I think, you know, with that balance, you know, we, we've got the opportunity to exercise at home. You know, there's all this um, infinite creativity and potential with, within us that we, we need to um, get out there. Yeah. But, you know, to be balanced with that. And I think we're so used to kind of running around, you know, in the, in the norms of society. We're not used to having all this time on hands. We're not used to having um, time by ourselves. And I think this is what a lot of people are struggling with because they're not able to distract themselves with uh, what's going on around them and, um, you know, going out drinking and things like that. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. And uh, there's a quote out there, again, like, I, I don't remember who said it. Um, yeah. But it goes somewhere somewhere along the lines of, you know, most of man's problem arises from his inability to just simply sit and do nothing in a room. And uh, yeah, I, I, I agree yeah. with you. And, you know, there's, there's obviously a, a fine line between, you know, having solitude and and getting your isolation which could be really rejuvenating and then also just like hiding out and running away and you know just disconnecting yourself from the world so there's definitely there's definitely a fine line between the two because you know isolation is incredibly powerful like i remember watching an interview with uh, shaquille o'neal and kobe bryant and uh you know shaq he asked kobe bryant he's like where did you get your killer instincts from? You know, his ability to hit a game winner, to win, you know, the scoring title many years in a row, to become an all-star, to win five rings, whatnot. Everyone knows how much, how, how, how much of a competitor Kobe Bryant was. So, you know, when Shaq asked him, where did you get your killer instincts from? Kobe replied, isolation. You know, when he, when he grew up, he grew up in Italy, was always bouncing around traveling. So he spent a lot of time alone and this is where he was able to 
you know, really connect with his truth and, and his higher vision. And, you know, that's how he became Kobe Bryant. So for him, he was so connected to that because he had the self-awareness, because he had the time to, you know, really be with himself and get to know himself versus, you know, being distracted with, you know, school and, and then like the girls in school and maybe drugs or, you know, television or Netflix, like that didn't matter to him because he knew himself. He, he had the time to get to know himself. He knew that basketball was his, his dream. So, you know, spending eight hours in the gym was, a, was easy for him. It was natural. Like, I don't think he really had to force it. I, I mean, on some levels he probably did, but he, he would develop that, that uh, the strength to do that. So, mm. you know, isolation, I think everyone should be in solitude, you know, at least like a few times a year. Yeah. I, I, do, I do think it's super important to just go inward because there's so much stimulation happening in this world. And, you know, some people really lose themselves. Like they don't, they don't know who they are and they could be, you know, like I, I remember my, my dad asked me like, you know, Aviv, the, the, the things you talk about and the questions you ask yourself, like I didn't ask myself those questions until I was 40. And I just think that's, you know, just a different, different generation. And, and uh, I think there's so much information out there right now that, you know, it's, it's easy to get answers to the questions you want, but I don't think humans are chasing answers. I, I think they want experience. And so it's mm. really, it's, you know, like you said earlier, you can, we're, we're the creators of our circumstances and not, not the victims of it. So, you know, with, life happens for us and, and not to us. So, you know, we can mm. really create that experience, but you know, how, how, how can you do that? If, if uh, you don't get a chance to go inward and, you know, you're just constantly being bombarded by the external world. So, isolation. Think... Yeah, no, like isolation, solitude, self-awareness, like this is uh this is how you get to know yourself and there's no better time to do it than right now. Like, I feel like everyone is kind of being forced to go inward. Mm. No, I completely, completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, I, I, I did rant a little bit, but uh, yeah, I appreciate that. No, 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 not ranting at all. Um, you know, we're talking about things that we're passionate about and something that resonates with us. Um, so no, it's fine. But, but like what we've just been talking about, uh, like what's happening now and, uh, you know, having that ability to look at ourselves and go inwards, um, it's not something that's taught to us. And I think Mm -hmm. the the problem with, you know, society and I wouldn't say problem, but with what's happening, um, society, you know, is that, you know, we grow up, we go in education, we, you know, we're in a system. And we're we're programmed. We we become programmed right. to you know, do these set objectives externally in life, and we don't always stop to look inwards, um, you know, and question ourselves and look at where we are. And I think with society and technology, everything's just accelerated a hundred times faster and more. Yeah. So you know, like. You know, you take a typical person, they go to work, they check the phone, they check the social media, 
uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. You know, there's like more than five. And, you know, we, our thoughts are like, you know, faster than, faster than the speed of light. So we're thinking all these different thoughts. We're being distracted by what's going on around us as well as the apps on our phone. Um, so we don't always have that time, do we, to like inwardly take a step back unless we, I don't know, if you live in the country somewhere or somewhere quiet, you have a bit more of an ability to stop and think. Yeah. Because that was one of the changes for me because I, I lived in a city uh, for 19 years. Right. And then my family moved down to the coast. So for me, that's that's something that I experienced is that when you're away from all that stuff that's going on around you, you then just you're with yourself and how you and, and what you're feeling and what you're thinking. But yeah, like absolutely. And like I, you I said this is an opportunity. Sorry, go ahead. But no, I was just saying this is an opportunity now for you know people to create what they need to create, do what they need to do. I agree. Like there there's no better time right now than to really just dig deep and uh you know dig deep and and find what's uh what what what's giving you that itch you know some people don't even know where that itch is coming from and and if you give yourself the time to go inward you can scratch it you know a lot of the people a lot of times you know people people even have like people i'm sure there's people out there that have this opportunity to go inward but they're still you know, using their phone to distract, but they're still using that. They're still, you know, if they have a certain sensation that arises within them, you know, that maybe triggers their ego, they might, they might distract themselves with food or because, you know, this is why emotional health is so important. And, and uh, we mm. need for it because otherwise we're going to be numbing ourselves and, you know, we'll just kind of like a hamster wheel, just, running nonstop and you're not going anywhere, but we have all this, like, you know, we have everything we need in the moment to, you know, to, to, to become who we, who we want to be. So, you know, I, I, one thing, like, I feel like there's people out there that, you know, they may be thinking to themselves, Oh, you know, if I, if only I had, um, better equipment or if only I was a little bit stronger or a little bit smarter or a little bit more creative then I could do this this and this but the reality is that you know we have enough within us enough power within us to get started and that will build momentum like you will get you know more creative you will get stronger if you you know show up every day and do an exercise or you know so you don't you don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be uh and like an elite athlete to get started and and uh achieve your your, your physical goals. So, you know, we have everything within us already. Mm. It's just a matter of you know, nourishing that and building it and you know, like you I don't I don't need to swim like Michael Phelps to you know, learn how to swim. You know, for me, yeah. like I don't know how to swim and and, uh, you know, something that's kind of been 
something I, I would like to learn one day. And, you know, I have the fear of like, mm. oh, you know, I don't know how to swim, you know. And then, mm. you know, if I look at someone like Michael Phelps, who's, you know, an all-time swimmer, I might get discouraged. Whereas, you know, that should actually mm. be more motivating and more inspiring. And, and it should just, you know, kind of give mm. me that push to at least try and, and get to know myself as a, as a swimmer, if you will. You know, not to say like, I'm just right. giving an example. But it's it's uh, yeah of course you know it's everything's within us you know we 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 often look outwards for on how to do things but you know the answer normally comes from within and and it's it it often feels the most magical too because then you know looking back you'll be like wow that that really like I created that I created that out of nothing mm-hmm. so it's uh we're we're a lo- we're a lot more powerful than we think and uh you know don't let our phones or technology or you know social media tell us otherwise or or other people if you will you know your your environment is super important so you know that's just those those are are something that i've come to realize like you know throughout my life and i'm I'm definitely still learning more you know and i'm happy to share what i learned because that's why I, i i love people because there's so much to learn from about them you know i feel like we're all just different aspects of each other we're, we're reflections of each other so you know if you if you have the capacity to hate this you know politician or this politician then there's also an aspect within yourself that you're not really coming to terms with so you know yeah no no I completely agree yeah it's, it comes into the law of attraction doesn't it um, you know, like, like you said, it's something that you don't like. Like, I've heard people say, oh, "I don't like that person." Oh, they're like, they're, they're doing this, they're doing that, and I'm like, "Well, you're that's I'm like that's your reaction right. to what they're doing. Exactly. Your that isn't the reality of it. That's your inner reaction to what they're doing." I agree. Um, and I found that with a lot of people during you know Brexit. You know, which I won't go into too much because it's done. <laughs> but um, a lot of people, you know, saying all these different things, having their opinions, and I'm like, well, that's yeah. your opinion. You know, that's your reaction. Someone else has got a completely different reaction, right? Um, but yeah, it's you know, like being a human being, like we we um, we've got infinite potential within us, haven't we? And we can create whatever we want. And right. you know, it's about knowing yourself and loving yourself and getting to know yourself and what your struggles are yeah. what what you find difficult what you find easy yeah and and um i i agree with you like everything you're saying is, is is spot on and you know to to maybe add on a little bit to that it might look a little bit different for everyone you know right now oh yeah right like right now we're, we're you know we mentioned how this would be a really good time to you know go inwards and maybe create for some, but it also might be a really good time for others to just really just take a step back and, and just kind of take a look at, at what you've built for yourself or what you, you know, because some people might find this an opportunity to create more and then others may find it as an opportunity to just kind of sit back, relax and, and recharge yourself. So, you know, it, it really does come down to self-awareness and how you feel about yeah. emotionally mentally physically and you know for me personally 
this is kind of a time like a for me it's a bit of both like I definitely want to take this time to reflect and and heal myself within but also you know once I've done some reflection I can integrate it and and create a little more which is what we're doing right now with this podcast yeah yeah of course and it's like providing value to others isn't it you know people that you know need something like this because there are people out there who need a bit of positivity you know need a bit of motivation who need a bit something to listen to and can relate to and i think that's you know that's what it's all about isn't it and you know if you can go out your way and help somebody you know by doing this by volunteering because there's a lot of people volunteering and um you know helping you know a lot of the older people who are cut off from society um you know getting their groceries for them you know uh you know phone calling them because um the need the nhs in this country like our health service you know are offering people to volunteer their time to you know help those that need it and you know that that does these things don't cost anything do they like me and you doing this you know it, it doesn't cost anything to no, do it doesn't. it's it doesn't and it, it can be immensely profound as well because you know some people might think helping the elderly is really boring and like why would they want to do it and then you know other people may take that same circumstance and and extract so much value out of it because you know they're helping an individual that lived on this planet way longer than they have and they have so much more wisdom and so much more experience and you know if you ask them the right question they may trigger something within you that unlocks something so you know people people if you take things at a surface level and you see you know something like volunteering you know as something like a waste of time or something that like you know might not be necessary you may be missing out on on uh, opportunities to learn about yourself and and uh, you know mm. I, for me personally like i i feel my best and i'm i feel like i'm healing myself the most when i'm giving to other people when i have the capacity to give yeah. like that's that's just how i work like how i how i i you know feel about myself when i when i'm giving like that's mm. when i'm receiving as well so mm. it's uh, yeah you know the the the, the like I, I i don't like to use the word uh like spiritual because i think we're very human but uh every 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 moment every experience you know something as simple as volunteering for the elderly could be a, a spiritual experience you could get you know profound divine insight from those moments and mm. you know a lot of the times we let other people dictate the way we think. So, you know, yeah. you know if someone was like, hey, um, you know, I'm trying to give a, an example. Like, for example, I, like, you know, to most of my friends or, you know, some people that I know personally, they yeah. would question why I'm, you know, traveling in Central America. You know, they think that's the worst place yeah. in the world to be in. And, uh, you know, but that's, that's their reaction and that's their reality. And, you know, if they don't necessarily have the same context because, you know, they're not, they're not me. They, they don't know, you know, it's just like a surface level judgment. So when you have the time to get to know someone really, 
you can dig deeper and, and, and find out why they do the thing that they do. And that could really lead to profound changes and it'll impact you. So, you know, who knows, who knows mm. what you'll come across by simply volunteering and, and helping other than, you know, just going outside your comfort zone and trying new things and seeing what resonates with you and what doesn't. And, you know, mm. yeah. No, it's no, that's completely wrong. What you're saying, you know, that's kind of, what you know we should do as human beings we should like push out of our comfort zone we should do new things we should uh push ourselves yeah like, um, you know in the right points especially if you are someone that feels a little bit lost and you know gary vaynerchuk says he says this a lot you know try new things Just try new things allow yourself to fail this is when you'll learn the most mm-hmm. And failure is part of success in some ways, isn't it? Like, you can't have success sometimes without failure because, like, you know, you need to get back up, look at where you failed and, you know, become a better version of yourself and kind of work on your craft. And, you you know, you see a lot of these people who failed countless times and they're, like, you know, successful people now. And I think you you gain that resilience, you know. It doesn't – I think I, I used to avoid failure. I used to hate feeling that feeling of failure, failing. And you end up having a fear of failure, but you know through failure you you gain momentum, you gain resilience, you you know you have what's that self awareness, right? Yeah. Because you can look at where you need to improve. Yeah, there's, there's, you know those experiences and and failure they're so rich and so profound. Like it could literally change the trajectory of your entire life in a you know, profound and positive way, or, or it can, it can break you down. It can break you down. And, you know, I, I, I like, to, like, there's this phrase I like to say, it's, it's you know, it's either gonna, you're either gonna break down or, or you're gonna break through. And the only way to know is just by showing up, like show up instead of just living inside your head. And, uh, hmm. you know, that's about like, this was me and, and my, and I still struggle with this, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a practice. It's a daily art and practice. So, you know, you could live your life inside your head, or you can go out there and experience it. And you know, that means hmm. whether it means that you 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 fail or or you don't. But to me, it really it it's like how are you looking at the experience? You know, every failure, it's not it doesn't mean it's necessarily a failure. You know, it's a the state of mind it doesn't mean you've been defeated if you will so you know it's growth it's a growth experience as well isn't it um i think what what you were saying you reminded me of a guy there's a guy called you heard rsd tyler i don't think i've heard of him um there's different guys there's rsd tyler and um some other people but it's real social dynamics oh yeah yeah yeah. i do i do um, yeah yeah i remember I remember them from like years ago, actually. Years ago, yeah. And that Tyler, the guy with the beard, he was saying something similar to that. And he did a video and he's like, if you stay in your head, he's like, you're dead. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you're dead. He's like, you, he's like you, you've got to imagine somebody's got a gun to your head. Yeah. And, you know, and he's like, you know, I, I think, I think in those situations, like in, you know, social dynamic situation, you don't want to be in your head for the most part. Um, you rather. Yeah have this like natural flow just you know working through you instead of 
you know, having these like, like abrupt pauses where you're just in your head and you're a little bit triggered. And then, then you tune back into the conversation. Yeah. But um, at the same time, you know, there are obviously benefits to thinking, you know, but, but yeah, obviously when you overthink anything extreme could be detrimental. So, you know, everyone has their own balance and um, what, what might look like overthinking to one person could just be natural to another. Like I, I know sometimes I can be a, a like an overthinker, if you will. And uh, those, mm. those are normally the times where I'm, I'm, introverted and i'm going inward so but uh it definitely you know maybe i'm playing a little bit of a devil's advocate here but you know there could be good things there there could definitely be some value in 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 thinking but you know you you can't live your entire life in your head and especially if you're yeah. if your intention is to you know go out there and improve your social skills and and experience different social dynamics like you don't want to be in your head and and the best way to do that yeah you know the best way i've learned to do that is is to use your physiology like use your body to get yourself out of your head whether it's through deep breathing or or you know maybe you need to do some push-ups like you know everyone's a little bit different but it's it, it, yeah you know that that's why you know people say you know some i don't know where i heard this but the body and mind are, are linked together and, you know, you can use your mind to manipulate the body and you can use your body to manipulate the mind. It really just depends on how well you know yourself. And once you do know yourself, that's when you can go into creator mode and instead of consuming, you know, oftentimes, yeah. oftentimes we're in consumption mode. That's why, you know, we're scrolling mindlessly through our newsfeed on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever. So, you know, it's like we're seeking something externally, aren't we? But yeah. we, we've got that in ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, and that's probably why in the past or even, you know, sometimes I'll catch myself now. Like I'm, I would go, you know, in my head if, uh, you know, if I got triggered or something. So, you know, it, it, it's probably, I, I almost feel like, you know, like there's, there's definitely a fine line between overthinking and then actually just like being still and, and feeling your emotions, you know, like you can tell when someone, yeah when someone's gone down that rabbit hole and it's just like, all it has done is just created anxiety, you know? Yeah. I mean, you've got to be aware of avenue and you can't let those emotions and those thoughts overwhelm you, um, in your head. Exactly. Um, they kind of push you down even more. I mean, before I did this podcast, I was, you know, you kind of feel like, I think people get fear mixed up with like, uh, like excitement. And sometimes before we do something, it's, you have that kind of guts kind of like, you know, like those butterflies in your stomach, right. you know, that to some extent healthy. Yeah, but it's like before I did this podcast, I've written loads of notes and different things, and I was, I, I the more I thought about it, the the more I felt, uh, what's the word, like excited and excited, a little bit nervous, mm -hmm. right? And I was like, you know what, whatever this feeling is, you know, you, it's not going to overwhelm you. You're not going to die, exactly. uh, and don't overthink it. You know, because the more you overthink something, 
the more stumbly it's going to be. Yeah, and it just yeah, a hundred like absolutely. It you're you're creating a you're creating that for yourself. So and and you know vice versa. Like I I create that for myself. So oftentimes when we're overthinking it, it it's not even as bad as we make it to be. So yeah, that's why you know like I I really like I'm really fond of the idea of just showing up just just like doesn't matter what the results are put your intention out there and release all expectations and just you know when you show up you win like that that's like winning you know for 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 me so you know if, if 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 my intention is to exercise and and get more you know stronger or faster or you know improve my stamina then my only intention is to just show up. Like I don't really, I don't put too much uh, weight on, you know, the outcome of my my exercising session. It's just showing up, is, and I think that just it, it just makes it easier on yourself. It takes off a lot of pressure. Mm. You know, we're no, exactly. yeah, like we're we're often our our own worst critics. So, you know, it's uh, but you also want to be your your best fan if you will not just a critic yeah what's that i think joe rogan's joe rogan said um quote you know joe rogan yeah, yeah. i'm a fan of joe rogan. He said, um, yeah he says live your life as if you're the hero and you're a movie or something like that yeah yeah and and you know we like this life life you know people are, always make the uh, analogy that life is the movie and you know, we are the hero of our own story, and it's true. Like you, you are the hero of your own story. Like, you know, maybe it's it's time to look at ourselves as superheroes instead of, you know, victims, and um, you know, mm-hmm. instead of blaming other people for why we are the way we are, because because we can we can change, and you know, we there's still time left. You know, whether you're oh yeah, whether you're you're forty years old. Or you're 20 years old, like, you know, if you're 20 years old, you have two, three, four lifetimes to live, you know, from 20 to 40, 40 to 60, 60 to 80. Like, there's so much more to experience. And we just need to get out of our own way and let it happen and just, you know, really follow your heart, if you will. And and, and just when everything's in alignment, things become easier, if that makes sense. Like, it's it doesn't feel hard yeah. because you, you want to do it. So and then it gets done. Yeah, cool. It gets done. Like when 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 you want to do something, then you know, being resilient isn't such a big deal or or you know, overcoming, you know, minor obstacles isn't such a big deal because you know, you're so focused on on, on the vision and, and executing it that you're willing to mm. do whatever it takes and we all we're all resilient. Like humans are extremely resilient by nature. So you know, I I'm not taking any credit. Like, you know, whatever happened to me in the past, it it maybe it shaped me in some in some way. But you know, it it doesn't mean that I I still have, you know, like I I still have, I'm still human. Like I still need to, you know, overcome obstacles and and you know challenges myself and. Sometimes I'll I'll break down, like I'll break down, but you know, mm-hmm. it it 
it's not a failure until you've told yourself you've been defeated. And I, I think Bruce Lee said that. Yeah. And like, you know, defeat is the failure is a is like a state of mind. So mm-hmm. you know, we're we're all resilient. You yeah. don't need to be, you know, like a high-ranking military general or whatever to be considered resilient, you know. We're, we all have the capacity to overcome obstacles and, and that's within us and, and we can just improve on that, you know. There's, there's no such thing as perfect. No, so I think like, well, what you said about um, you know, there's no such thing as perfect and we're kind of, I think we're all kind of striving with, you know, society and technology and social media is striving for that perfection. And, you know, we're only human at the end of the day. I think, you know, we kind of need to set goals and we need to set targets. But, you know, we're probably not always going to reach those targets. You just have to kind of, uh, you know, do the best that you can because, I, I had a guy on a podcast and he said something like, if he think, he won't post something unless he doesn't think you, it's going to provide value to somebody. I, I, think I, I think the podcast cut out for a second. I think you cut out for a second. But what I was saying is that some guy had a... Um, Um, yeah, one of the people I have on the podcast, he said um, he won't post something right. unless he knows it's going to provide value. And I think you know, that's what you know a lot of these companies do, isn't it? You know, they there's yeah. some some companies out there will make loads of products and they will just dish them out, you know, regardless. Whereas app, you know, like Apple or some of these other companies, they'll they'll make something and they'll craft it a bit like video game companies, you know, like some of these video game companies will wait, you know, years and then deliver a game, but they've crafted that game. They perfected that game. Whereas some of these companies just, they'll chuck out 10 Assassin's Creed's within like a couple of years and they're not as good. Do you know what I mean? Compared to like a GTA five or Red Dead Redemption two, you know what I mean? Because they've crafted it. Yeah, you know, I, I think it, it kind of ties into balance a little bit because everyone's balance is different. So, you know, someone that spends uh, years crafting, you know, the perfect game, like that's their balance, if, if, if that makes sense. You know, like they're willing to put in that work for that long to create this one game versus, you know, someone who's willing to dish out like, you know, three, four, five games within the same amount of time, like, it's a different type of balance, if you will. Like, for example, like, like um, one one example yeah. I like to use is again, like you know, with Kobe Bryant. Like, people think Kobe Bryant's really extreme, and and uh, I think he's balanced. Like, Kobe Bryant was a balanced basketball player and human being, even though he was extreme when it came to hmm. his, you know, his workouts and the way he trains and whatnot. But uh, you know, for example, like. Maybe he his uh, family and work life, his work and, and family life suffered a little bit because of his, you know, um, extremities when it comes to being a, the best, one of the best NBA players, if you will. So, you know, what he would do is 
he would really cherish those moments where he's picking up his kids from school and, and having, you know, that entire car ride to talk to them and connect with them. And that was enough for him to, you know, move on and continue to work on his craft, even though, you know, most NBA players couldn't achieve that, that level of extremity because, you know, their balance looks a little bit different. You know, if you're a, a bench player, you know, maybe it doesn't make sense for you to put in four hours twice a day or eight hours, you know, a day of training mm. just to be a, a bench player. You know, maybe you'll use that extra time to connect with your family. So everyone's balance is a little bit different, you know, someone, so whether it's, uh, <clears throat> you know, like mm. a, a gaming company that comes out with one amazing game versus you know, one average company that comes out with like a few average games is, you know, the extremities are different and, you know, they're just navigating it based on their own balance of, uh, you know, depending, yeah, depending on, on their dynamic, you know, they have to balance the standards them. So it's, uh, it's a little bit different for everyone and, and it's, I'm dancing with self-awareness, you know, like, what do you want, what do you want for your life? Yeah, and that's that's the beauty. They're all kind of interlinked, doesn't it? As well, it's uh, that's why you know, like, it's really it really isn't so out of this world to be a healthy human being. Like it, you know, if you're if you're someone, you know, if if not say you specifically, but you know, if you're out there, you're listening, and you're struggling with your physical or your emotional or your mental health. Like, it's really not that far off from becoming your reality where you're balanced in all of those areas. Like it's, it's very doable. And, uh, you know, you really need to listen to yourself and what you want. And, and when you do that, you're naturally going to attract the right things in your life, the right people, you know, the right opportunities. And that will, that will help you achieve that balance. So, you know, it really comes down to how, like your, your, you know, state of being, are you coming from a place of, of, um, you know, lack and scarcity, or are you coming from a place of gratitude and, and abundance? And, you know, it's really that simple of a shift. And, uh, it takes, it takes a few seconds, a few moments mm-hmm. in a day to connect to that. And that can just change the trajectory of, of your day, of your month, of your year, of your life. So it's, uh, you know, because we're responsible for ourselves. Yeah. yeah, no, I completely agree with what you just said. And like, change happens in an instant, doesn't it? You know, in a second, it can happen in you know milliseconds. You know, you change your perspective on things. You know, you the way you look at things, and um, it's like altering the course of your journey, isn't it? It's like driving a car, stopping it. And then I'm going, okay, so I've been thinking this way and I'm going in this direction, or I could think this way, you know, and go in this direction. Yeah. It completely alters yeah. your course. If you just stop, isn't it? And just think about how you're thinking. Because it's like sometimes, it's like I had a guy on my podcast and he said that, um, it was Adrian actually, I think it was. And he said that he... Um, Mills. Yeah, he said that he had a car accident, and he 
banged into this other guy. And this other guy was really stressed. He was shouting. But he didn't react. He kind right. of, his reaction was he was feeling sorry for this person. And I think if you take the energy and everything off yourself and put your perspective on other people, you know, and be empathic. Yeah. And you're going to have uh, a different reaction. I think that also comes down to leadership as well. You know, like, like if, if you are, if you have a, a good sense of yourself and your emotion, then you'll probably have a, you know, a high emotional intelligence and, and you're able to navigate situations and, you know, <clears throat> really deploy some, le- some leadership in an intense situation where, yeah. you know, you've gotten into a car accident and, you know, instead of this person freaking out and, and, you know, losing his mind, if you're someone that's aware, you can be grounded and, and that could, you know, maybe help the other person calm down or, or whatnot. It really depends on how you deploy that leadership. But <clears throat> it's, uh, yeah, you know, and the, 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 we can really go deep into this though, rabbit hole and there's so, much, there's so much to be said. And I really feel like, uh, you know, oh, as yeah. we mentioned earlier, that we're in a time right now where we're, we're kind of, you know, forced to uh, reflect and, and think about how we've been doing. It kind of feels like, you know, this is a time where we, you know, life has given us our report card and we got to, kind of reflect and see how we've been doing and you know how yeah. we can improve or what changes we can make or what we don't need to change and what we should keep doing or so now now's a really good time for that how how, how do you think um because we talk about emotionally physically um immensely how how do you think people can uh cope in this time like what would help them in those areas and what well, kind of helps like, you in life for me those personally areas i, I like try you. to keep things simple you know I, I i just whatever works like i i need i need to have at least one 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 like self-care practice or one one like sort of exercise or practice or something i do that takes care of that you know that wheel whether it's um the wheel of physical health or that wheel of emotional health or that wheel of, you know, mental health. Cause they're, they're all connected. So when one, one wheel is spinning, it's gonna, it's gonna impact the other wheel and it's gonna help that wheel spin and gain momentum and keep that, you know, flow going. So it is, you know, for me, mm. my emotional health and my mental health, like it comes from being able to express myself, having the right people around me, the right emotional and, like having that support system and, and really creating, you know, whether it's um, as simple as journaling or, you know, making a, a blog post or, you know, collaborating or, or, you know, maybe like shooting some hoops with some friends, you know, it's, uh, it, it's really simple. You don't need to mm. put in 10,000 hours of work in order to have a stable, you know, emotional or, or mental or physical health. You know, you, you don't need, there's no prerequisites for it. You just need to do what works for you. So, you know, some people, maybe they don't like writing. So what you can do is, is you know, maybe record a voice note where you just talk about how you feel for one minute. And then, so just kind of just 
puts you in that frame of mm. frame of mind where you know you you're you're aiming for health as opposed to just you know digressing and and neglecting those areas you know so like if you know because in the past in the past you know prior to writing mm. uh like before i would journal when i wasn't journaling i i was very confused and lost and i didn't have you know clear direction i didn't know what i wanted i didn't know how to visualize what i wanted i didn't know how to you know reverse engineer the the the, the thing that i'm envisioning you know whether it's like the goal that I'm thinking about, or so really for me, like journaling helps me with that. Having the right support system is super empowering mentally. You know, having people that you can, you know, just share hmm. how you're feeling with, like people that can hold space for you, because we're human. You know, especially in this day and age where, you know, everyone's being mm-hmm. forced to give in to this social distancing, like. I can only imagine how some people are really coping with this, you know? So, you know, there, there's the support is out there mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, asking for help is doing it yourself. You know, it, there is a big initiative in asking for help. You know, it's not, you're not being perceived as weak or anything. And uh, I really think, we all have the resources out there to take care of our mental, emotional, and physical health. And, you know, there's simple practices that you can do to maintain it and, and, and uh, keep it healthy. And there's obviously ways to take it to the next level, you know, where, whether it's, uh, for example, like if you want to, if you have any fitness goals, you know, and let's say you want to dunk a basketball, you know, it's going to take, you know, you're going to have to take it to the next level yeah. as far as your training goes. So maybe you need to work out twice a day, six times a week or whatever. It really depends on what your goals are. But, uh, you know, everything's connected. Your mental, your physical, your emotional health. One thing feeds off each other. Like, like I said, you know, in my journal, I literally wrote about collaborating with like-minded individuals and, and you know, impacting the audience and at least, you know, one person in a profound way and, I think it was I think it was Albert Einstein who said, you know, your your imagination mm. is the preview of your or is like is the preview attraction. So, so I can't remember the exact quote, but he said that like your imagination is the preview of the yeah. you know um, the like upcoming attractions of your future. I, I don't remember the exact wording. Reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's true though, and I think like um you know, with the more like it's like when you start your day, you do something just by doing, you create create momentum. It's like I woke up this morning mm-hmm. and I, you know, I washed dishes. You know, from washing the dishes, and I right. worked out a little bit, and then from that, I then did something else. And I think you know, just by just getting started by doing little things, you know, create a massive impact. You know, it might just be you could be. In your garden, you know, <laughs> even that around. man, like even if you uh, did roll around, like um, that's probably extremely you know, liberating and and fun and like you should you should be enjoying this, you know, whether it's it's like you wake up in the morning, you know, turn on music yeah. and you dance, like that's a great way to start off the day, you know, or to sing or, you know, whatever it may be, as long as it keeps you going and and you're stable and you're healthy and and uh, 
yeah i mean like momentum is a real mm. phenomenon like as, as simple as doing your bed in the morning or doing the dishes mm. will propel you forward and allow you to become that much more productive because you have so much momentum and it kind of ties back to what we spoke about in the beginning you know like how you do one thing is how you do everything yeah no exactly I was just going to say, um, I've just got to shoot in a couple of minutes. Um, is, is there anything that you want to add or anything else um, you'd like I, to I feel like we, we covered about? You know, a pretty good range of topics. Um, other than, other than yeah. that, you know, I'm, I'm super appreciative of your, you know, this call and, and of you and, you know, keep up the good work. And yeah. who knows, man, like, who knows, who knows who, who you're impacting out there and, and just by simply taking care of yourself and, you know, getting to know yourself, you're, you're, you're influencing mm. other people to do the same. And, mm. and we need more people to become self-aware and, and really think for themselves and, and just, you know, be themselves. Cause I, I, you know, I came across this, Someone inspired me the other day. I don't, I don't remember how it came about, but, you know, being average is simply being the best version of your limited self. But, you know, we are so capable. We're so much more powerful than we think. We have so much potential and we're not meant to live our life under other people's circumstances. You know, we're, we're, we're meant to be free and, and, Maybe that's why we're going. That's why the world mm. is going through what it is today, and you know now is the time to focus on what's important. And and uh, you know, freedom freedom is not synonymous for being irresponsible. You know, that doesn't mean you can. I mean, you can. Of course, you can. Like, you know, do whatever you want. You know, you can do drugs, alcohol, you know, sex, whatever. Everyone has their own you know, life, if you will. But uh, freedom freedom comes from making mm-hmm. that decision and sticking to it and, and being disciplined. I, I think that's where true freedom comes from, you know? Not everyone can be Kobe Bryant. Not everyone could be, you know, Michael Jackson or Beyonce or there's a, a level of discipline to achieve that kind of freedom. So, yeah, like I said, it comes down to balance and, and, and knowing yourself and what you mm-hmm. want for your life. For you, not for others. I mean, at the end of the day, you'll realize that what you do for yourself impacts other people. But, you know, if you're going to become a, an engineer because that's what your parents want you to become, well, now the time to really tune in and, and think about what you want to become, not what your parents want. Yeah. No, I completely agree. No, it's really no, I couldn't I couldn't resonate with that more, you know. Um you know, and hopefully in this time through people listening to this, you know, will begin to think a lot more. You know, begin to think a lot more about themselves, about the impact they have on others. I think, you know, and things that they want to achieve in their life and what they're doing with their life and how much of a positive impact they're having on the world as well, you know, like the planet. Um, 
Um, I mean, I saw a post on the internet and it said the ozone layer is healing. The ozone layer is repaired, is repairing itself through, you know, all of these carbon emissions that our cars kick out, all these factories, you know, the energy and the things that we do, you know, not just the impact it has on people, but, you know, the planet itself. So, I mean, I think it's a big, big wake-up call for, you know, a lot of people. You know, for for us as human beings, you know, if we're, you know, we've got to, like you said, uh, look at ourselves, look inwardly, you know, and look at the impact we're having externally, Absolutely. you know, through the way we act and think. And but you know, I really, really appreciate your time, and you know, from the bottom of my heart, you know, I thank you for coming on the podcast yeah, and um, connecting with me. It really means a lot. And, um, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm looking again sometimes. I'm looking point. forward to, to your journey and, and honestly to, to learning from you. And, you know, I, I really, I'm, I'm really happy you're following through with uh, your initiative of, you know, spreading positivity and, and connecting with other like-minded individuals and, you know, hearing their story and their insight because it's, it, it's impacting people and mm. it, it, it's inspiring to see people create and you know not not many yeah. people are doing that and to see to see you know even to see to see your friends and your neighbors like it'll make mm. it that much more of a reality to see you know if, if I'm sure if your friends or, or your you know the people you grew up with when, when they when they see you creating, yeah. I'm sure it, it. They're thinking about it, and they're, you know, on some level, it's inspiring them to create. And it really, yeah. So, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, following your journey and and learning from you. And super happy that you reached out again, and and uh, and we made it happen this time. You know, I'm, I'm really thankful. For yeah no 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 same thing. Okay. i'm very very grateful and i really appreciate it but um but no likewise of you you know i'm I'm impacted by you you know your story and it's inspiring what you know you've you're doing and you know the things you've been through it's uh really inspiring and uh, i'm sure other people can be inspired from it as well um in your book, so people can. Uh, the, the what, where place, can people reach you on um, the, the social media? To right? you know, if you want to follow the journey, it, it's Aviv Joseph, basically on every social media platform. I'm I'm most active on LinkedIn and Facebook, a little bit of Instagram, not so much, and uh, I'll start to put more content out there on TikTok because I I know that's a a platform that's really hot right now. So and uh. I think it's time to have some fun with that because, you know, with LinkedIn yeah. and Facebook, you you show off your professional side. But I, I, I really like TikTok because it can, you know, it, 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 it'll help us tap into our inner child, if you will. And, you know, that's something that's also really important as we grow up. So yeah. as, as far as the book, um, you can yeah. find it on Amazon, Amazon.ca or Amazon.com. The book is called The Wisdom of Your Life. Really short read. It's about, you know, 3,000 words. It's really not that long. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm maybe this week or, or next week, 
or sometime this month, I'm actually going to just release it for free. Just so, you know, just because I, I, I just want to share. And, and yeah. uh, the only reason why I, it's not free is because Amazon wouldn't allow it to be any cheaper than 99 cents. So that was like literally the only reason why. But uh, aside yeah. from that, you know, just Aviv Joseph, LinkedIn, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. That's that's where you can find me. Yeah. No. Awesome. And I'll put all your details in the bio cool. of this as so well. I'm I'm definitely so looking forward to the uh, the aftermath of of our talk, and uh, I'm gonna share with my network as well. Yeah. No. Great. I'll I'll really appreciate that. It means a lot. And um, I'll I'll distribute this to you awesome. when I thank you so much, Adam. Okay. I appreciate talking to you. Yeah. All right. Likewise. Have a good day, man. You too, Aviva. Take care. Hi, I would just like to say a massive thank you for tuning into this podcast and I'm really, really grateful to be on this path and journey with you all. If you would ever like to provide feedback, you can do so by going on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review or you can send me an email at the gmail.com. All feedback is much appreciated. If you would like to donate anything at all, I have a Patreon account where you can donate a small amount and you get exclusive content from the podcast. Or I also have a PayPal if you would like to donate anything as well. Just a small gesture. And all donations all go towards the podcast and making it a better experience for you all. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes.